0: Hi everyone, welcome to Embodying All of You, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Champaka and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Nina Saxton and um, she's going to be on with us in just a moment. So enjoy uh, listening to some music and uh, we'll be right back with you.
1: Just one to lean in Just one to stop you speaking Cause words won't do you any good It tastes like season Cause I abandon reason When I get this feeling It's like madness in my
0: Welcome Nina. Great to have you. How are you doing today? Can you hear me? I sure can. I sure can. Welcome. We've got about 133 people in the studio today. Wow, it's uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a good day. I'm just going to go ahead and introduce uh, Nina to all of you. Um Nina Saxton um is an amazing healer and herbalist. Um as well as, you know, uh, her background with medical research. Um, she's spent the last seven years working with uh, the energies of animals and plants to build her skill set as a community herbalist and energy medicine worker. Um, she has a very strong connection to her Celtic heritage and has recently completed a mentorship with myself, Michelle Chimpaka at Spirit Weaver Journeys. And um, she's bringing together her spiritual practice and her healing practice. And Nina's mission is to teach self-care practices to clients using the healing powers of plants and gardens and simple energy medicine techniques. So welcome, Nina. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Michelle.
2: It's an absolute pleasure to be with you and your audience today from a very lovely sunny autumn day here in Australia.
0: Yes, and I love how technology is connecting myself and Nina. I'm in Mexico, in Merida, and Nina's all the way in Australia. So here we are, thanks to technology. <laughs> Wonderful. So um, so Nina, please tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you do weave your scientific mind into your work as a healer. Sure.
2: Um, my... My first degree was, uh, was in medical research, in pharmacology, and I worked in that space for nearly 10 years, um, and I completed a, a PhD in immunology. Um, and so I was very much a, a scientist with a scientist's approach to all aspects of my life, where I was... Um, evidence based um, we would call it empirical science, I suppose uh, where I would um, look at uh, look at the world uh, experience uh, and then take um, those experiences in to uh, to almost like um, a, a theory as such um, when I came to Australia though I fell in love with the landscape here uh, and the animals and the plants more so than i had been living in england i think i was very much in my science mind when i lived in england Uh, and when i came to this big open very much alive landscape here in australia my approach to life changed and i started to uh, to retrain in environmental science and I retrained into river research uh, in the river landscapes. Um, and from there, I've become more attuned to earth, earth sciences. Um, and so I suppose I use my science brain in my observation skills. I suppose that's the best way of putting it. In observing my environment and the landscape around me, and I use that approach uh, with my energy work.
0: That's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I think um, it is a different approach because, you know, a lot of energy heal- healers are much more um, geared towards the intuitive, the right side of the brain, and uh, really just tuning in to that gut feeling, but I love the approach where you combine the sci- scientific mind with the intuitive, and there's uh, something uh, important in both ways of perceiving the world. So I love that you're doing that. It's a very different approach, I think.
2: In um, in my Celtic heritage, um, if you look back in, into to the ways that... Um, celtic uh higher society uh conveyed themselves that they would send their offspring off to other tribes a means of keeping the peace but also they would foster them out for the for their offspring to learn different ways and, le- mm-hmm. and different experiences so i actually feel that i've been fostered to australia uh, <laughs> and I was, you know it was something that i needed to do to explore and open up that intuitive component to that right side of my brain.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. That that begs the question, um, I know, about your Celtic background and what brought you to Druidry. You know, I know that's a big part of what you do, so tell us about that.
2: Um, it, it is a big uh, component of my, my way of being in the world now. Um, I had a bit of a crisis, and, and and changes often do occur in the liminal parts of the changes, the outskirts um, of your life. I had had a very successful academic career. Um, I'd been very successful in, in attracting uh, large fundings and, and, and grants uh, in my work, uh, but there was a, an occasion where I was let down by the system. I was almost... Um, not appreciated and and put aside and I and it brought me to a crisis about who I was and what I was doing and I sat on the, we have a small farm uh here in Australia and I sat on the hillsides with my my very faithful hound crying Wondering what am I gonna do? I'm, I'm just gonna quit, I'm running, I'm going back to England, none of this works for me. My relate, you know, if all relationships were not right, my work wasn't right, I needed something. And um, I went back into the house and I started just absent mindedly looking, you know, about where am I going? Who am I as an English woman? And I came across the, the website Order of Bard's, Avates and Druids and I read the intro, uh, the introductionary information on the website and something like a, a tuning fork went off in me. Uh, this is, this is what I, what I need at this time hmm. to, to ground me into, to who I am and where I am. Um, and it was that point of crisis that really brought me to Druidry um, and since then I've studied I studied all all through the grades of the Druids of of Bardovate and Druid uh, to where I am today and it has been quite a saviour for me in bringing balance um, and very much grounding me uh, back back to where I am and, and my purpose.
0: Oh that's beautiful and I mean, it it is a form of shamanism, Druidry, but it's a very different flavor. I mean, can you tell us, like, are there any kind of daily practices or rituals that you do as part of being a Druid? (laughs) Or is is that correct to say Druid? Yeah. uh, Yeah, okay. It is, it is very
2: much, yeah. Yeah, a Druid. It's a nature-based practice. It's a a nature-based philosophy. There's no um, written dogma, Um, associated with Druidry, you take what you need from it and you put aside that which doesn't resonate with you Um, and there there is ritual within Druidry um, very much so seasonality Mm -hmm. in terms of um, acknowledging different times of the year Um, but as a daily practice, every morning I, I walk to the top Um, of our driveway to open the gate at the top there, which looks down on um, the creek that runs through our property. And I greet the four directions um, and the four elements associated with the four directions. I honor my ancestors. I greet the sun, the earth, um, the moon and the sky, and I greet and honor the ancestors and spirits of place. Um, each oh, morning,
0: too beautiful, beautiful, and that really sets the tone for your day when we connect in on that soul level. I feel um, it, it, the whole day um, it just it just flows it 's so beautiful to have that kind of a practice
2: it does it does, and if there 's any residual thoughts or worries and stuff that you may have brought over from the day before, you, you do reset. Um, and it's a time of, of I also uh, give gratitude um, at that point as well Mm. in the morning and Mm. that along then with my daily energy routines certainly does um, clear my mind, give me clarity, um, give me uh, passion for what I'm doing, um, bring in the intuitive nature, uh, and ground me, which is the four elements of air, uh, mm-hmm. fire, water, and earth.
0: Yeah, beautiful. I love that. You mentioned something about the you have some daily energy r- routines, and I'd love if you could share maybe one or two, two simple tools that you could recommend using that people could use regularly to help them perhaps with de-stressing and finding more inner peace. Um, do you have any particular tools that would be good for that?
2: I do, I do. I, um, I trained uh, with the Donna Eden Energy Medicine uh, fraternity, uh, mm-hmm. and Donna Eden has quite a few free YouTube clips for mm. people to go yes. and have a look at for energy medicine. There, are, There is one particular one called the Four Thumps, and if everybody undertook the very simple four thumps energy work every day, you, you would certainly notice a change in your, your energy levels, uh, your anxiety levels, stress levels, and your immunity as well, your resilience to, um, to everyday coughs and colds and such, so forth. Um, and so I would recommend people do have a look at the four thumps it's very difficult to to talk you through that through a podcast, obviously it's good to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a simple technique of, of pressing or something, tapping uh, four areas on the body which resonate with uh, four meridians, uh, your energy pathways in the body to help you realign and, and get your energies running forward. And those four areas are just underneath your cheekbones mm. to help um, to help ground you. Mm-hmm. Just underneath the little hollows that are yeah. underneath your collarbone yes. um, uh, to get your energies running forward. Uh, just on your breastbone, where your thymus is, uh, for your immunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And just... Um, if you were just... If you were wearing a bra Michelle it would be just on your bra line Um, if you're not wearing a bra imagine you were wearing a bra (laughs) uh, and it would be those areas uh, just under your just down from your armpits or just in front of you uh, would be those those points that if you tapped whilst breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth that helps you it, it, it helps get your energies uh, tuned for the day.
0: Very interesting. So let let me just recap that. So under the cheekbones in the first place yeah. and then yeah. um, there's a kind of, I know she calls them like K27 points. They're like these little indentations right, right below the collarbone. Yeah. Right on That's the, eye, yeah, right on the either, on the left and on the right side of the collarbone. Then the thymus, which yeah. is just above there, or in the center? Just centre? down below on your breast, your yes. breast, point, uh, breast bone there? Yeah. In and the center?
2: Yeah. And then spleen points are just where, if you imagine you had a bra arm,
1: and your bra yes. line
2: would be just underneath the nipple, just down directly below the nipple, or under, down directly below the armpit. Any of those. And if any of those points are sore, there remains a stuck energy there, and it's good to, to tap those to get that energy
0: Yes, i felt before, I've done this before, I'm familiar with Donnie, when I do the point just down below the underarm and uh, where the bra line is, as you say, uh, actually I'm touching it right now and it is a little bit sore, so there must be some stuck energy there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's right, yeah.
0: That's great. So that's a very simple tool and, and that can actually help people to strengthen their immune system and and get the energy circulating again, which I think a lot of people don't realize how um, our environments or stress uh, or even the way that we think can really affect our energy levels. Yeah,
2: that's right. And a lot of people, um, their energies are running backwards through the meridian system, uh, through stress and anxiety. And you want to get, the energy running forward and the K27 thump is a very good way of getting that Mm -hmm. energy running forward for
0: you. Interesting. Very interesting. I love it. I love this. That's a great uh, simple but potent tool. So thank you for sharing that. I think our listeners will really get a lot out of that tool and hopefully you guys will actually put it into practice or like Nina said, just go research Donna Eden and look up four thumps, the four thumps. That's correct. Yeah. And um, yeah. you can probably see how Donna Eden does those thumbs. I hear a lot of noise in the background. What's going on, Nita? It sounds like some wild animals yeah, Do so we, you know every
2: time you do energy work, an animal comes <laughs> in, and we've got a a, a lovely flock of Corellas. that have just this oh, nice. wow. morning.
0: <laughs> that's wild. They're very noisy. They're so funny. I love it. But that's true. I, I, I know. And then, and I, I go ahead. Yeah.
2: Uh, I've got my ear- I've also got my earphones plugged in so it would be even louder for you if I didn't have that.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Um yeah, well this is this is nature, you know. Nature is 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 the, is attuned to the frequency of of healing. So, you know, if they're aware of what we're doing, they're coming towards that energy. So, amazing, amazing. So, I'd like to ask you a question I always ask the people that come on this podcast Uh, Because I'm always interested to hear what have been the gifts of this path for you um, working towards becoming a professional healer and maybe um, or just working with healing energy in general and what have been some of the greatest challenges for you?
2: Um, Well, when I started on this path, I suppose it was the garden, it was the herbs and plants that opened up the energy channels for me or helped me be able to sense energy more so. Um, and when you go, when you look at shamanic practices, either from the eye of a Druid or, or through other indigenous cultures and working very much working with yourself, Michelle, what it has helped do is helped clear any um, misconceptions, any beliefs uh, or emotions that, That no longer served, or didn't belong to me, or no longer served, in in order that I was clearer, that I could then work with energy, sense energy, and manipulate energy more um, more effectively in in my in my in my healing practice.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And so, what about the challenges? Do you feel that it's, this is, path has been very challenging for you?
2: It's been very challenging for me as a scientist. <laughs> yeah. With my, with my left brain science um, chatter that goes on uh, continuously, um, because it—it it was a way that, I, as, a, as a scientist and growing up in that and white. You know, this is the world black and white. And so it was a challenge for me to change that approach and that perspective mm. into a more a grey. There is a, It is not one or the other. There is, there is a graduation in between situations. So I am daily challenged with my academic brain in trying to switch that off and actually... To stop chatter and actually just sit and be and then intuit information and knowledge rather than from externally reading as such, which is what the academic world is centered upon, uh, but actually intuit the knowledge they already hold, that everybody already holds within
0: them. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. Great observation about yourself and uh, what needed to open up for you. You know, absolutely. Um, I would lo- I'd love to hear any insights that you might have about how energy work can help people.
2: Um, energy, well, everything is energy. You know, Einstein does say E equals MC squared, and everything is energy. We're in a flux. We're not stationary. Nothing is stationary. Everything is in an energetic flux and if you start to perceive energy within yourself initially um, and then connecting to external energies for mm-hmm. example you can actually feel the chakra on a tree
1: mm-hmm. if yeah. you
2: start to practice e- energy work on yourself start to be able to feel it through, in whatever means you do, either visually kinesthetically or auditory as such I feel it through my hands I feel it as temperature on my hands mm. um, and you can actually start to work with energy on your natural environment you can do it on pets uh, you can do it with plants, you can do it as I said, with trees um, and it it is a really lovely thing to do, because you then share energy in your yeah. natural, with your natural environment, and you can then gain energy if you need it, if you're feeling, you know, with drained or confused as such, you can go out into nature with, with your pets or with the natural environment, you can ask to share energy, and you can also give energy as well. Yeah. And it brings you into balance. When you start to do that, so I think that's certainly a benefit to everybody in this world at this time is to bring balance into their life.
0: Well said, Nina. I think yeah, I think people are craving it because there's just been so much chaos going on in the in the last two years, and and now you know with this war as well, and it just seems like it's been one thing after another. So I think people are craving balance, they're craving peace and calm and, um, and, and these kind of tools that can help them uh, achieve that without having to um, constantly seek help outside of themselves. They can actually empower themselves by using some of the tools like the one you mentioned today. Um, I'm wondering, coming up in the near future, are you... What kind of services are you offering, or any programs that you have coming up that you'd like to share with us? We'd love to hear about it.
2: Sure. Um, So, in person, I am in the next couple of months, I'm hoping to establish uh, a, a physical energy healing medicine clinic where people can come and see me if you're in this neck of the woods in Queensland, um, where I'm using um, energy methods to help clear and balance um, energy within the body, but also the use of flower essences as well to balance um, emotional um, energies within people. As a a shamanic practitioner, I'm hoping to use that gifts that I've been given and also being taught by your lovely self, Michelle, through your um, professional healing program, so that I can work with people online and remotely as well. I I have seen good results working remotely for people to share energy with them, to clear their energies, uh, to pass power to pass energy to people when they need it yeah so i'm um, hoping in the next couple of months to have my website up and running uh with my contact information um so that i can work remotely or i can then work in person with people uh, in my in my local my local area
0: beautiful um i love that and, and so how can people reach you um, can they contact you by email? Um, and I'll put that in the comments here, and I'll also put them on my PodBean webpage later. Um, what's your email again, Nina? Tell us.
2: So my my email is very long,
0: yeah.
2: um, and it will be good if you can write that for people. My, I uh, would At too. the moment, my con- my contact email is Nina at BanyanViewFarm dot com dot au. Um, but I will be, which is a great place for me to just, for, for people to just contact me so that I can, um, you know, put you on, on my contact lists. So for when my website is up and my healing practice is up and running, yeah. I'm able then to send you information when you require it.
0: Awesome. And just to verify, Nina at Banyan View, is that B A N as in Nancy? Y A N as in Nancy. Viewfarm dot com dot AU. Is that correct? That's that's correct, Michelle. Okay, yeah. great. I'll just put that here in the comments. So uh Nina is a really gifted healer. She has a very diverse background with her studies in Druidry and also what she's learned with me and shamanism. And some other really cool tools. Um, I, I think she would be a great person to experience energy healing with. So definitely be sure to contact Nina if you're seeking some support. You're feeling a bit stuck energetically. Um, this is a really great opportunity for you to shift that energy and re- regain your balance and your personal power. Um, I really want to thank you, Nina, for taking the time out to come on the show today. It's been great to have you.
2: Thank you, Michelle. If I may just also add, gardens are a healing process, building gardens, growing plants, and then uh, using the plants. Also, if people want to learn a bit more about how to do that for themselves, um, I'll be available to in able to to give advice on how you start that process, how you start working with plants and how you start working with, with herbs, culinary or, or medicinal.
0: Oh, wonderful. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, because she has an amazing herb garden that she's creating in the process of birthing. And uh, uh, I think that's going to be wonderful once that's ready to go and a, a great compliment to the work you're already doing and uh, connecting with the medicine of the plants is very important for our healing. Very important. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Nina. Thank you, everyone, for coming and being on the show today. I'm really grateful for your support. Um, If you have any questions about the services I offer, you can also contact me at www.spiritweaverjourneys.com. And it's been so great to have Nina on our show today. Thank you so much. And everyone, have a great day or great night, wherever you are in the world. Sending you all so much love. Take care.
2: Take care, Michelle. Thank you so much.
0: Bye-bye.